1: what Pittsburgh is talking about. Fish fry season kicks off on Friday, but the tradition to pack church basements and VFWs might be observed a little closer than the actual holy season of Lent. Sorry, Sister Bridget. And for you non-Catholics, that means you can only get it through the first week of April. So we're bringing back this episode with Pittsburgh fish fry connoisseur and writer Rosalind Skeena-Colgan to dish about the tradition and what's good on the menu. (laughs) Thursday, February 23rd. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Rosalind, you've done some reporting on fish fries for Savore magazine, which sounds delicious. Um, how did this tradition get started?
2: So it actually dates back A long time, so late 1890s, early 1900s, churches around the region and civic clubs as well were hosting fish fries. At that point, they weren't necessarily tied to Lent. They were called Tennessee fish fries. Hmm. And then over the years, the churches um, kind of continued with this, but it wasn't in the way that we know a fish fry today, the big public gathering. Mm. Flash forward a little bit, it's the 1960s and Woolies beloved Woolies starts running these ads in the newspaper. And I pulled up one from the archives here. It says, your group can enjoy a famous Robert Woolley delicious fish fry for less than 25 cents a person, all equipment furnished. So Woolies is really trying to get this to be more popular starting in the early 1960s. Then 1966 is a really big year. So up until this point, Catholics were asked to abstain from meat on every Friday. But in 1966, the church changed those rules and made it just for Lent, which really kind of commodified the fish fry. It put it into this shorter time period, which sort of can be a little bit more exciting. So looking ahead, it's the 90s, food TVs becoming really popular, and then... In the last decade, we've really had the golden era of the fish fry, where we have a lot of social media posting, fish fry brackets, a lot of media attention about fish fries. So in the last 10 years, it's really been this big moment for fish fries in the way that we know them today.
1: Uh, Yeah, because I've heard, I think it was maybe some Catholic, and um, I don't know if it was from my mom saying that fish fries kind of started as a way of like, if it was like an economic thing, but hearing that fish at one point cost 25 cents for a sandwich, inflation is
2: (laughs) insane. Inflation is a big story this year too with the fish fries. It's been really tough for a lot of them. So 25 cents, it was really hard to read that given where we are today.
1: And actually, yeah, piggybacking off of the inflation, why are fish fries so important here? Like other cities have them, but... They don't seem to be as like culturally and socially significant as they are, and financially, as they are here in Pittsburgh. Definitely. It's a huge
2: fundraiser, and this is for churches, both Catholic and non-Catholic churches, civic groups, fire departments, kind of across the board. It's really important for their budget. I talked to someone at Swiss Vale Volunteer Fire Department, which is really popular fish fry. And he told me that the fish fry makes up half of the fire department's revenue. Wow. So this is huge. And obviously having a well supplied, well prepared fire department is something that's important in Swissville and every community. So it's really crucial for their budgets.
1: Yeah, to make up 50% of their budget when it's really only something that goes on. It's not every single Friday, you know, it's really just for like, you know, a few weeks. Exactly. Um, That's amazing. So how many fish fries do we have here in the area? Would you say ballpark, I guess, if there's not? (laughs) I've seen fish fries everywhere, so I don't know if there's an exact number. I went to uh,
2: the Code for Pittsburgh fish fry map, which if you all haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. Um, And I counted, by my count, they have 166 fish fries listed across the region this year um which is a lot. I don't have historic data to find out how that compares to years past, but I do know just anecdotally that unfortunately some fish fries are not running this year and they've said that that's because of the inflation issues they're facing.
0: Do you like to dance? So,
1: okay, if you have lived under a rock or if you just moved here, Roslyn, what can you expect from a Pittsburgh fish fry? Like set the set the scene for us.
2: So, in terms of the scene, um my new friend, the Cod Father, ah. um who has an amazing Facebook page. His name is Dave Shore. Um he started this page several years ago and it's really taken off. He had The best description of a fish fry. He was talking about how when you go in, you know, his ideal is you're going into a church basement, you're going down these stairs, they have the industrial tile on the ground, they have fluorescent light bulbs, maybe they're, you know, tinged with yellow from the Mm -hmm. years when people could have smoked in there. (laughs) Um, There's like stuff around from CCD or another, you know, church event. So that's kind of the setting for him. Um, another setting I want to point out is again Swissvale Volunteer Fire Department. You actually eat among the fire trucks, so you they set up tables in the garage, and you're sitting there eating next to a fire truck, which I think is really cool. And if you have kids, they probably will think it's the coolest thing ever. And then in terms of the food, there is often a line, but a lot of places now have options where you can call ahead, which is great. Um, so there's usually a line. And then once you get your food, it's this fluffy white bun. Sometimes it's more of a hamburger size bun. Sometimes it's more of a hoagie size roll. And inside that you've got your crispy fried fish. It's usually going to be cod, but one fish fry that I interviewed uses haddock, Mm. um, which is a bit unique. That's at St. Sava Serbian Orthodox Church in McKeesport. The sides are really important. So some will have ho- homemade pierogies, as I mentioned, halushki, mac and cheese, fries, coleslaw, and then the desserts. These really vary from place to place. So some places aren't aren't big on the desserts, but for others, that's huge. You'll have homemade pies, cakes, sometimes homemade donuts. Um, at St. Sava's, they do what's called palachinki. Um, they also do a ton of nut rolls and apricot rolls, So the food is really what you're here for, and it's extraordinary.
1: It all, especially in this region, has kind of a very, you know, Eastern European flair. Um, But some of them even have shrimp and lobster too, right? They can get like a little fancy. They do. Yes, they
2: do. And, you know, it's all it's all ends of the kind of food spectrum. Swissville this year also has a beer battered grilled cheese sandwich.
1: I don't even eat cheese. And that sounds amazing.
2: (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I feel like it's the kind of thing you want to share with some friends. I can't imagine eating a
1: whole beer battered grilled cheese sandwich. So bring some friends in and share it. That sounds so good. My mouth is watering. (laughs) But have there been any long-lasting effects, you know, um, since the pandemic on fish fries? I know churches were struggling to stay open.
2: It's too early to tell, but I think in a couple years we'll look back and see what those changes have been. I do know that Catholic churches have been closing throughout the region, or consolidating, and that's definitely a trend I think, for us to yeah. keep an eye on. Are these fish fries going to fade away over the years or is this a tradition that we can reliably count on for the foreseeable future?
1: Rosalind skeena Colgan is a journalist. We'll link to her piece in Savor in the show notes. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And a little more news before you go. We've got a lot of stars from the Pittsburgh area and a North Allegheny graduate. It's about to be among them, quite literally. NASA astronaut Woody Hoburg is getting off this planet with three other astronauts for the SpaceX Crew-6 mission. The crew will spend six months on the spacecraft that floats 254 miles above the Earth. The astronauts will spend their time conducting scientific experiments in the weightless environment. And you can watch the launch if you're up at 2 a.m. on Sunday on NASA's website and the humane animal and rescue of Pittsburgh's Wildlife Rehabilitation Center are making dozens of Southern flying squirrels feel at home. This is according to a story from WESA. The organization rescued 31 of the tiny acrobatic squirrels after they were displaced from their homes. They'll be kept at the Verona Center until it's warmer out and food is accessible. Then they'll be returned within a mile of where they were found. Until then, they'll be relaxing in hammocks in their enclosure. It's really cute. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Thanks for hanging with us, like those squirrels. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends, rate the show, leave a review, and of course, subscribe to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then. You can't see that on the audio, but uh, (laughs) okay. I am fancy.